Welcome to Kick Back with Chris, the martial arts podcast. to you by Martialytics. Easy to use, super powerful management software for your martial arts school. Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Kickback with, hang on, didn't I say I was going to change that? Okay, so here's the deal. I know I've been starting and stopping and starting and stopping this flipping podcast now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for I don't know how long, okay? I've had people messaging me, you know, asking quite understandably, you know, where's the podcast, where's it gone? And it's been, I don't know, it's been in a bit of limbo, I suppose. I've been sort of trying to figure out in my head what it is that I wanted to do with it because, you know, uh, nearly 100 episodes in, uh, it wasn't that it was getting boring, it's just, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know the words to, to, to find to describe it. Obviously, you know, my life situation has has changed as everybody's does really in what was it three four years since this podcast started um and i didn't have as much time to to put into it but it's not that i didn't have any time it's just that i was finding i was finding it difficult to justify in my head putting the time into it if that makes sense um which kind of felt bad because i knew that people were enjoying it and i knew that people were asking for it and I knew that when I did the last episode, I had a lot of positive comments about it being back. But I suppose, I guess, I just needed to be... I needed to be happy with it in my, my own head. Anyway, enough of the therapy session. So, um, what I've decided to do is to sort of rejig the format completely. I suppose it's not like a totally new podcast, but doing things a bit differently. Now, I might have mentioned this on a previous episode. I might have mentioned it in a post... To be honest, I, I haven't I haven't looked. I can't I can't honestly remember. So, just for the benefit of the people who might be listening in the first time, thinking, "What's this guy going on about?" Or for the people who've been listening for a long time, what I'm going to do is I'm going to change the the format up. So rather than it being uh, sort of a, a random cross between me having a, a moan about something, all right, no, I'll, all right, I'll stop downing on myself, having an opinion on something, and having guests on, we're going to switch it to a like a talk show format, so sort of like Jeremy Vine from Martial Arts, I guess. <laughs> I hope I'm not as annoying as him. Anyway, so we'll have guests on, but it'll be to talk about specific subjects, specific topics. Now, some of those topics we'll choose, some of the topics you guys will choose. Um, I've already had some suggestions come in. I've had actually had a fairly long list of topic suggestions come in, so I'm going to be doing some of those. Um, but yeah, if you've got ideas, stuff you want us to talk about, then send them in. Now, the idea will be, sometimes, you know, it'll be an episode where I maybe talk on the subject if it's something that I'm particularly passionate about um, and I want to be a little bit selfish and just have it all to myself. Or, you know, sometimes if it's, you know, if somebody asks a a question, say, I don't know, specifically relating to knife crime or something, you know, it's not an area that I have a vast, you know, I don't have a, I, I have some understanding of, but it's not really an area I'm an expert in. So I'll get somebody on, who is, and we can discuss it, or maybe two or three people that are, you know, and people aren't always going to agree, as you see on these TV shows, and that's fine, as long as people are respectful about it, I can edit it, if not, Um, or maybe not, I don't know, we'll see, anyway, you get the idea, so we'll do like a round table format, now with Zoom and Skype and all these systems that are available now, it's really easy to set these things up, as long as we can get everybody's time to match, so 
if that sounds like something that you're interested in being, I'm I'm going to create a, a a list of contributors, basically people who can come on and you know, people I can you know a, a knowledge base I can dip into if it's a subject that I think needs discussing more or it's an area I don't really know much about. We can get the people on. Now, obviously, what it won't be is an interview format because I'll be I'll be totally honest with you. After 93 recordings or whatever it is, it was more, obviously, for obvious reasons. I had to delete some not too long ago. Um, I kind of, I've kind of done the whole interview thing now, and you know, no disrespect to my previous guests. Okay, I'll, I'll say that now. Well, most of them. <laughs> All right, no, no disrespect to any of them. But anyway, I just got a bit bored of of listening to people talking about themselves, which I know is a little bit rich coming from the guy who sits and talks about himself, but you get the point. Um, I just want to do something different. Now, joking aside, I just want to do something different. It's only so many times you can hear me interviewing the same people that have been on every other podcast 500 times trying to sell the same book or the same course or, the, you know, whatever it is. Um, so I don't want to do interviews. Now, obviously, you know, if you've got people coming on to talk about specific subjects their background and what they do and, and their history. And it's all, it's going to come into play, you know. And look, let's be honest, if you've got a book to flog or you've got a course to sell, we can give it a plug if you give us give us your time. Absolutely not a problem at all. Uh, oh, on one condition that I get to see it first. That I've always said that with the podcast. If, you know, if, you're, if you're trying to plug a book or a course or something, I need eyes on it first before I tell thousands of people about it because the last thing I need is that coming back on me that it's complete guff. So that has always been the condition. Um, so yeah, that's that's what we're going to do now. Now that I've said all that, this first episode back is actually going to be um, a little bit of a bridge episode, I guess. Um, I can't remember how long ago it was now. It was about three weeks ago. Uh, I did an interview with uh, Phil Gillen of the Eastern Fan Films uh, website, podcast, YouTube channel. They've got all sorts of things going on. It's amazing. I'll link it all in the show notes so you can go and check them out. Um, I did an interview them. Ironically, <laughs> he says, talking about himself, i.e. me. Um, they, they, well, let's get it straight. They actually invited me on to talk, so it's not like I just blagged them for an interview. Um, Phil asked me on to do a, an interview, um, which I'm going to cut to the audio in a minute, uh, talking about my film work and you know this podcast and a few other bits and bobs. So that's going to be a little bit of a bridge episode. Now, I am going to come back on and have another catch-up with you guys after this is played out. So I tell you what, rather than going on anymore, let's jump to that interview and I'll speak to you straight after. You're listening to Kickback with Chris, the martial arts podcast, brought to you by www.onlinekicking.co.uk. Well, welcome everybody to Eastern Film Fans. Uh, today I have with me uh, Mr. Chris Jones. Chris, introduce yourself to uh, Eastern Film Fans. Well, I guess I'm me, really. Um, not a right lot to say. Um, yeah, I think um, people know me th- through many guises, really. Some some people know me through my teaching, through my workshops. Some people know me through my, my online presence with my courses. Some people know me through the podcasting. Some people know me through the film work. So, yeah. Yeah, it's what's the saying? Master of uh, Jack of all, master of none. Is that what it is? Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't think that's true, is it? Let's let's get back to the crux of it. You are a master of something, and there there is always a story. And this is what I love to find out about people: how your story became. Because not popular to like the belief that you come out kicking and screaming like Bruce Lee, 
and you're already in the martial arts, there is a journey or a story to tell. So what's your story? How did you get into martial arts from, you know, Chris Jones today, you know, instructor and, you know, everything that you do, but what was, what was, what was the thing that ignited you on that journey? What started you off? Well, I'm, I'm sort of like your stereotypical 1980s kid, um, you know, karate kid, later, later on Ninja Turtles, you know, standard stuff. But um, I mean, I wasn't really a very, I wasn't really a very sporty kid. Um, I didn't like football. I didn't, I didn't like, I, I just, I just didn't, it wasn't that I wasn't active. I'd have run around and mess about with my mates and climb trees yeah. and throw myself down hills and stuff. But I wasn't really sort of a very sort of sporty kid. And, you know, I was, the, I was always the last one to be picked in the, you know, school <laughs> games and all that. Uh, oh, forget the violins out. But um, yeah, so I, I, I just, it wasn't me. And then I saw the Karate Kid on TV. In fact, I didn't see all of it. I saw about three quarters of it because the tape ran out. <laughs> so we'd recorded it. And I, I saw about three quarters of it and the tape finished. I'm like, so I didn't know what happened for years afterwards. But anyway, I saw loads of people going into a, a school, a primary school across the road from my house, dressed in the, these, these funny pajamas and stuff. And I'm like, what's this? And I was like, hang on a minute. That looks a bit like what they were wearing on that film. I quite liked that. That looks good. I want a bit of that. Um, so what I did was I invited myself along to the Taekwondo class it was. Mm. Um, and I used to sit at the back and watch because I thought, well, it's in a school, can't stop yeah. me. So I just, <laughs> <laughs> it. I just invited myself at eight years old or whatever it was. Brilliant. And I sat at the back and I watched and I did that for weeks. And I used to go back home and practice on the trees in the back garden. Awesome. And then one day I went in and the guy came over, the instructor came over and he went, uh, I think it's about time you um, come and did a class properly rather than sit at the back every week. <laughs> And uh, yeah, that was the start of it. And that was what, 1988-ish? Wow. Wow. Yeah, I've got, um, I've got two daughters, 16 and 18 now. And they've just, they've just gone, started martial arts this year and stuff for uh, Andrew Reeves and martial arts. And it's fabulous. And he was great with them. And I walked in there with them and um, I watched and because dad, I did martial arts years and years ago, way back when I did uh, English contact karate associate did a bit of loud guard wing chun etc and stuff but never really got into it and then got into the film side and and got lazy that was my own fault but i love my films and stuff so i've stuck with that but i'm I'm so proud of my kids doing it do you know what i mean and it's great you know and especially having you know teenagers and stuff they go in sometimes just moody as hell because they're that you know age they come out with a (laughs) smile on the face and you can't ask for any more than that and stuff so you know it's a fabulous occupation and it's 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 taking you on a journey i guess because oh yeah there's a Journey from there, 88, and then, you know, sometime in the future, you're performing, you know, at the Royal Variety Performance. How the hell did you get from, I mean, obviously you get good. You get good at your martial arts. But, I mean, what an opportunity. I mean, I I didn't even realise that until I was looking at it. I've known you for a fair few years, but I didn't even realise you'd done it until I started to delve into it. How did that come about? Yeah, it was one of those bizarre situations. This is back in the dawn of the internet. Yeah, yeah. Um and I was basically blagging it. Truth <laughs> be told, I was blagging it. I was I was training every single day. Yeah. It's all I did. All my mates were already well and true. And I'm not getting them for this because it's what normal people do. Yeah. And I wasn't normal. <laughs> I'm still not to a certain degree. Uh, but no, all my mates were out clubbing and drinking and that. And I was just training, training, training. And all, all I did, all I did literally was watch Jackie Chan films. And go to training. That was it. 
I didn't do anything else. Um, and as I say, the internet was new, and and I was ex- exploring and finding out oh, all, all these different. Oh wow, look at these things that people are doing, and oh cool, I want a bit of that. And then I so I start posting videos on internet forums, and it was a guy called a director called Steve Lawson, and a lot of people probably know. Um, and he um, he's like, oh, do you want to come and do this little short film thing? And I'm like, yeah, go on, I'll I'll do that, I'll do that. And so I did this, and I so then I posted that on a. I think it was actually a Jackie Chan um, discussion board. Remember the old everybody? Rem- yeah, we yeah. all remember them. Yeah, there'd be a lot of people out there going, "What's yeah. he on about?" Before MySpace was even a thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, and uh, I posted these videos naively, thinking if I post enough of these videos, somebody might see. Anyway, somebody did. <laughs> wow. um, a guy called Brendan Carr was based um, in Ellsbury, and he he was putting together a like a martial arts troupe, shall we say, like a, mm. like a film performance team with some massive names on it now. When you look back at it, some of the people that, you know, when it first started out, you know, he had um, Silvio Simak was in there. He had yeah. Chloe Bruce and Ashley Beck and, yeah. uh, and Gordon Milne and all these people have gone on to do massive things in their own rights. And it was, it was really early days. And I think somebody, somebody had dropped out of the performance. Somebody couldn't do it or something. Um, and I got the call. It was literally like the next day. Yeah. And they said, do you want to be on the Royal Variety Show? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then I put the phone down and I'm like, I'm in South Yorkshire. Crap. What, what? How, am I, I don't, I, how am I going to get there? Anyway, I figured <laughs> the rest out. And yeah, then, yeah. yeah, yeah, and we did it. So it's, it's pretty cool because the kids in the class and they're all going on about, oh, Britain's got talent and you get to be on the Royal Variety Show. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, I did that before it was a prize. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, before you got five, I did it. I was there. I was first. Yeah, it's fabulous, isn't it, that uh, your journey takes you to, to, you know, that point. And then you like to say, yeah, blag it and why, why not and stuff and why not. And, and you know, I was the same with you. I spent most of my you know, up to the point where it did start to go out drinking and everything and stuff. It was literally Kung Fu <laughs> yeah. films, Jackie Chan films, you know, all the Bruce Lee films, trying to find them on court anywhere, every different variety yeah. of, every VHS type I could get. You know, I was at several different um, video shops I used to have. Uh, and I used to get the latest releases and it just was, I just embedded and I was doing martial arts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was fantastic. Um, so you said and you talked about and um, did a short film, but you've had a quite a long career as well, not only on screen as an actor, but in stunts as well. So how did that come about? I guess you got into short films and stuff. And I remember, I think it was, um, it was, what was the Ross Boyesque one and stuff? The first one I did with Ross was Left for Dead. Left for Dead, that was one. it. I think that, that was an experience and a half. Yeah, but it was. I mean, Ross has gone into great things. I mean, Vengeance oh, yeah. and stuff. But... Um, I mean, it's fantastic, Stu Bennett and stuff. But um, that was, yeah, I remember that from Reddy. It was, uh, yeah, I bet that was uh, an eye opener to to go on a film set and, and do that and translate martial arts that you're doing to obviously on yeah. screen is completely different. So, what was the uh, transition like for you? What was the experience? I guess it's you know, I was young. God, what would I have been? Twenty two ish, twenty twenty two, twenty three, something like that. Young, naive. Uh, impressionistic, you know. I had these ideas of, oh, you know, I can do all this. Yeah, I do it all the time. It's just peace and then you, yeah, yeah, boom, mind blown. You know, you, you, the reality of working on set, whether it's a micro budget or you know, a massive production, the reality is it's 
bloody hard work. And a lot mm. of people go, oh, well, it's just pretend. Well, yeah, it, it's pretend to a point. But, you know, when you're having to do it, take after take after take after take, and it has to be the same every time. And you have to take the hit in the same place every time. And once you've done it like four or five takes and you've been hit in the same place every time, it starts <laughs> to sting a bit. You know, and it could be one o'clock in the morning and minus two and you and you've still got to do it. You've still got to be can't go on. Yeah. Oh, it's cold. I can't do it. You know, it's a lot. It's a lot harder than people think it is, presume yeah. it is or give people credit for. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's it's hard in a different way. I'd say it's mentally. Mentally, very, very tough. You know, it's um, it. I've, I've known a lot of people walk on sets and they're oh, I'm a world champion and I'm a tough, super tough fighter and. Half an hour later, they're having a tantrum and stomping off because it's not quite going the way they're expecting. And it's yeah, it's it's, it's, it's it was a it was a eye opening experience because obviously we were there was a high churn, so like we, we'd have like a little maybe featured scene, but then we would get killed about seventeen different times in different <laughs> hoodies turned back to front yeah, and yeah, exactly and, and, and ski masks and you know you'd be on set all day and you know and we we all signed up to this we knew what we were yeah. getting into we knew what the film was but you know it'd be all night as well and like three in the morning it's like your turn now like what what you know i'm sleeping on a crash mat in the gym or you know it was it was it was it was a, a, a tremendous team bonding experience and mm. it was eye-opening it was like it was probably the best start you could hope for yeah. because it was really hard work um but there were so many people involved it was it was you know some really high caliber people and then some people who were just starting out it was so it was a really really good mix um great experience yeah i can imagine and like i say i know you've been in this several different tv shows and films you know mark strange crop sort of displaced a young mark yeah. strange i saw that the day. i was like wow yeah. look how young he's there and i was i was with him how young i was yeah, I know exactly the same. It? We're all younger back then and stuff, but it was great. The evolution stuff. Have you got any highlights from? I mean, obviously you worked on so many series, and and but anything stands out for you? Highlights you think? Oh, that was great, and or you know, met so and so, or things that you've done. I guess because, like I say, you know, stunts, acting, action choreographer. I mean, you know, you you've got a long list of things you've been doing in the film career. You know, industry. Yeah, well. I mean, I've been. I've been lucky. I'll say that I've been lucky to, mm. to fortunate to be able to do the things that I've done, you know, yeah. um, but things that stand out, I would say probably um, standing on a set in China somewhere. I mean, we traveled so much. I forgot where I think we're in a place <laughs> called Dali. Um, oh, I can't even remember. Anyway, yeah. standing on a set in China um, on dress, dressed as a, like a 19, I think it was 1970s or maybe it was early. I can't remember. Anyway, like naval officer, American naval officer with Corey Youngkwai stood in front of me, giving me directions yeah. on how to die. And I'm like, this is happening. <laughs> this is the thing that I've been building up to all these years. It's happening yeah. right now. And I remember standing there, literally all I had to do on this one particular, this one particular shot was take a slice to the neck, wiggle a bit, or fall backwards on a crash mat. But it all of a sudden felt like I was being asked to do like a triple back somersault <laughs> and land on my little finger, you know, because of who it was that was asking. The enormity me to do it. of like who you standing and I'm like, in front of. This is the dude in front of me now. Like I've watched him in so many films and watched so many of his films, and he's standing right there now. And I'm like, it was a bit of a yeah, 
it was it was surreal and I, that's always a moment that i think wow this is it's not like a wow i've made it moment because literally i got sliced to the neck and then died backwards <laughs> wow, yeah, more impressive yeah, things that yeah. people have done but in my little world in my going back in time to you know my teenage self collecting all of these films and yeah, I was in a film with the you know was it yeah. one of the people i used to watch i was he was there in front of me telling me and it was like wow this is this is really cool how you know some average taekwondo guy from south yorkshire has ended up on a film set in china i mean it's proof that if you blag hard enough and work hard enough and and don't give in you, you know you can do it and... I, I think i think yeah i mean other blagging comes into it and stuff but you got to put the hard work and dedication you got to keep going for it. you got to you're gonna balance. get you're gonna get a taste of something if you keep like i say hard work yeah. and dedication you know you're gonna get your just desserts and you've certainly done that throughout your um career and stuff so um quite recently reviewed the film uh rupture with uh, mark yep. strange and stuff where where you go toe to toe which was great because i didn't realize you were in it until i watched it for review purposes and i did the q a with the uh, ranjit and the and the cast and stuff but it was fantastic to see you on screen again i have to say and kicking it and i said to Marcus stuff i said the only reason you beat chris so because you shot him in the foot i mean if you hadn't have done that chris was all over you and stuff. I guess, the, <laughs> I guess the scene probably might have been longer and stuff. Was it fun to do with Mark? I mean, obviously, yeah, yeah it always is. It's always a pleasure to work with Mark. You know, yeah. um, I always make this joke with him that you know, every time we have a fight, he kicks the crap out of me. <laughs> it's like every single time he needs to have one fight at least at some point, sometime where I at least nearly beat him. Yeah, or, yeah. I mean, Give me um, but no, that that scene in particular um, was originally quite quite a lot different to how it, it played out. I've not actually seen the finished scene No, yet. no, I've it's just coming it. out now, so yeah. yeah um, it's, uh, it's, it's bizarre, and I've got all these people telling me about, oh, it's this and it's that. It's good. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. I've not seen it yet. <laughs> um, but the originally, originally, it was it was very, very different fight. Uh, quite mm. a bit more, I would say, a bit more flamboyant. I did a lot more <laughs> flying around and, and, and stuff. Yeah. Um, it may be for the best that it ended up the way it was. It, it has, I don't, I, I don't know. But yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a pleasure to work with him. It always is, you know. Is Mark's a consummate professional. Mm. He, you know, he's, he's been around the block, so to speak. He's, you know, he's, he's got the badges. He's, he, he knows what he's doing, and um, you know, it, it's always nice to work with somebody at that level because it was. We, we literally we walked on, and we, we, we with each take, it was literally a one time rehearsal and then we did it yeah we did it as many times as he needed for the angles or whatever uh and it it's not it's not often you well it, i've been lucky enough to work with people of that level but you know oftentimes it can be you're having to do retakes because maybe the the the, the distancing was off or the timing was off the choreography you, you didn't get that with mark it was mm. every time it was exact it was what you needed every single time and it, it just it, it makes it a really, you know, although you're kicking the crap out of each other, it makes it a really pleasurable experience in that sense. In that yeah. you've got that chemistry going, and it's yeah, exactly. Uh, it's like a dance. Yeah, it's like a dance. Without trying to make it sound too no. fantasy or you know, you know, it feels like a like when it's when you're in sync with the, another performer, it really it does. It feels like a dance. You can a very you can violent tell. dance. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you can tell. I've always said it on films and stuff. Is if you get it right, it looks like dance choreographer because. You get it right. You're in sync. You're in sync with your partner, and it looks great. And it looks great on screen because it's it's action fine on the screen, and and you bring that. And um, thank you because I really I really enjoyed that, and it was great and stuff. Let's bring it back down to to you then, because 
not only martial arts, action, stunts, action, and you're doing podcasts as well. You've got yeah. your own podcast. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. geez, how do you fit all this in for stuff? But no, let's go back to the podcast. Why the okay. podcast? Why did you think all of a sudden, oh, right. let's, let's do a podcast? So um, mm. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Well, I used to, anyway. <laughs> I, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I thought, well, I've done... I've done bits of TV presenting stuff. Yeah. I've done live TV. I've done stage. I've done films, you know, um, sporadically at different, different times. I've done little bits. I've taught. I've, I've, I've taught my own classes. I've taught yeah. at big events, trade shows. You know, I, I, one thing I've not done is not DJing as such, but like I've not <laughs> done yeah, yeah. presenting on like on a radio format or on a, a, a like a digital audio format. So I just thought, well, what do I? What can I talk about? Mm. I don't know much about much, but I've been doing this martial arts a lot for a while, so I'll talk about that. <laughs> and so I did, and then people listened to it, and I thought that's a bit weird. Okay, <laughs> well, we'll just keep doing it. And yeah, I think we're, we're just short of hundred episodes now, or something. It's crazy. Wow. Um, oh, okay, where, just me. Just, just where, where can people arts. listen? Yeah, where can people listen to it? Where do they find you? Where's, where's uh, where if they at? search up uh, Kickback with Chris, the martial arts podcast? Um, yeah, you can go check it out. Well, I've, I've had a, well, you'll know this one, I'm yeah. sure. I've had a little bit of a, not an extended break, but a little bit of a, a, a couple of, like a month's break. Um, sometimes, I, I, you know, when you've been doing it for so long, with anything really, sometimes you just need to go, right, just chill out a little bit. Because I didn't yeah. want to get to the point where I was recording for the sake of recording yes. and actually resenting doing the thing that I actually enjoy doing. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I, I thought, well, what, what have I got to talk about? Well, at the minute, everyone's, that's like, cost of living crisis, this, and politics this and putin that and i'm like hang on there's nothing to start i just just ch- chill out <laughs> i'm gonna have a break for a bit yeah. wait till there's something positive to talk about yeah yeah let the world <laughs> spin a couple of times and we'll come back when yeah, yeah 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 but no i just it's needed a little bit of a brain yeah. break um, so I, I'm, I'm switching up the format a little bit and then i've got it ready to go actually and i just need to do it cool. i've got my mics here now yeah it's so. Go for it. Do it now. Good. Yeah, I, I will get back to it. I've actually yeah. got. I, I need to take some time out from my training shortly, so I'll probably, uh, I'll probably be doing it then. So good stuff. Good stuff. Okay, a couple more things before I, I, I let you loose. Um, first up, uh, future plans. You got anything in the pipeline? What's going on with Chris? Obviously, you're going to ramp up your uh, podcast again. Anything <laughs> else on the horizon you can share with everybody you've got coming? Oh, up? I got this. I, I know. I, I, I know. This is you probably hate it when people do this, <laughs> but I have got. I've got something I worked on earlier this year, but I had to sign an NDA about oh, this I thing. Know it. I know it. Right. So if I say anything about it, oh, I'm fearful God. for the for the legal team of the particular television channel in, in, in that I worked for, because they are yeah, scary fair. as heck. Yeah, yeah, no, that that's fair. If you just well, I did a television show. Yeah, I, I did a TV series. Cool. Um, I'm in a, one episode. I played yeah. a small role and did cool. some uh, stunts in that um, with a couple of other people that people will recognise, and that's as much as I dare say for fear. Okay. A legal no, team turning I'm up in a black van. I'm not gonna no, <laughs> well I'm glad that people recognise the talent and you're still going out there and um blagging your way. No, oh yeah, I'm no, always the talent shines through. No, the talent shines through. I said hard work, dedication, you don't stay in this business for that long 
in everything you do with that hard work and dedication. So fair play to you, you know, and all your support for everything you do within the martial arts community. Thank you for that. Cause I see you round about. So thank you very much for that, but let's come down to it. What we're really here for and everybody else is okay. the film fans question. Drum roll, please. Oh. Drum roll right on. So if you're stuck in a desert Island and you can only take three films with you, they can be any genre. They can be any genre. What three films would you take? Now, sometimes I prep people with the question, but I didn't with you and stuff. So I'm going to talk for a little bit so you can think about it. It can be any genre. And I'm ready. Are you ready? All right. Well, fact, I've got at least. Go I've got at least two. Okay, go on then. Do it. Do it. First one, Rumble in the Bronx. Oh, excellent! I nearly put my t-shirt Rumble in the Bronx on. It's over there. Didn't didn't even need to. Didn't even need to that because that awesome. was my catalyst for this whole thing. One, well, the major wow. one, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Seeing that film. Because I'd seen a few like martial arts films and stuff, obviously. But yeah. when I when I saw that, as I would have been about nine, fifteen at the time, maybe. And I saw that, and I was like, "What the holy hell is this? What what is this man doing these things?" And <laughs> the, the, the thing, and the, uh, awesome. I was like, "Wow, I I want to do that. That's what I want to do." Yeah. Um, so cool. I have I have that to thank for me doing, you know, it's... the vast majority of what I do now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's one. Um, second one, it's a bit of a guilty pleasure. I'm um, uh, not only a martial arts fanatic, but also a massive sci-fi fan, um, particularly Star Trek, which is one of the reasons I ended up in martial arts. I think my dad was fearful I was going to get crap kicked out of me um, if I didn't have something to back it up growing up in Doncaster and being into science fiction. Aren't, yeah. Sorry if you're from Doncaster <laughs> and you find that offensive, but it's true. Um, you know, <laughs> I, I liked musical instruments and science fiction as a child. So I think my dad was like, we need an insurance policy. Here. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Let's get him into some martial arts training. I wouldn't play rugby, so it was martial arts. Um, but yeah, Star Trek First Contact. Um, that's one of my guilty pleasure films. I like that film. Uh, um, that's, that's that's classic. See, I, I Star Trek Wrath of Khan because I'm older and you know Wrath of Khan. Oh well, I like that film as well, but it's just yeah. something about First Contact. I just like it. I think it's yeah, yeah, no, horror, sci-fi. Yeah, yeah, it is. It captures, thing. it crosses over, doesn't it? No, it's cracking. No, it's, and it's just uh, badass. So. Yeah, but it is badass. And, I, I, and um, probably another guilty pleasure would be Karate Kid because yeah. that was the film that sparked all of this properly for me and there's just <laughs> something about the chemistry of i know it's not a lot of martial arts film fanatics would be like oh but it's rubbish it's but it's just something no, about the fact that martial arts isn't it, it, it it's the vehicle for the story it's not the be all and end all and it's 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 the relationship between mr miyagi and and daniel mm. larusso and i think a lot of people can connect with that either yeah. if they're being bullied yeah. themselves or they've gotten into martial arts for whatever reason you know, they they see some of themselves in that, and I certainly do. Um, I wasn't taught by Mr. Miyagi balancing on a boat and, and all that, but, um, <laughs> you know, it was... Yeah, it, I still saw some of myself in that character. So, yeah, there yeah. would be my three thumbs off the top of my head. Although I am sat in my man cave upstairs at my gym, which is literally full of DVDs, VHS, VCDs, Blu-rays, like... I'll go across this back wall here. And I'm looking at them all now going, I said the right films. <laughs> pick me, right pick me. Well, you can only pick three, Chris. But look, as I say to everybody, if you ever come back on, you can always pick a different three. There might be something you want to come back. We can come back. We can have a topic <laughs> of the three. Chris, it's been an absolute pleasure, as always. Thank you. Keep doing what you're doing. And like I say, it's appreciated within the martial arts community. Appreciated by us. 
and thank you. And I can't wait to see you on screen again, whatever that might be in any guys in any TV show or whatever that might be. Great. I can look forward to it. So uh, please um, stay safe, be well, and I'll, uh, I'll catch you soon, mate. Enjoy our podcast. Please remember to subscribe, rate and review Kickback with Chris on iTunes today. Well, it's normally at this point that I thank the guest for coming on, but it would seem a bit strange to thank myself. Um, so I'm going to say thanks to Phil for having me on the podcast. Um, it was actually a YouTube-based podcast. Is that the thing? Is that what you say? I don't know. Anyway, it was a, it was a YouTube interview. Uh, once again, the group you're looking for is Eastern Fan Films. They've been around with the greatest respect, guys. I don't be this. In a- <laughs> They've not been around forever. Oh, no, that sounds... Anyway, you know what I mean. The group's been around for ages. I've done interviews with them. Wow, back... I'm trying to think how long... It's a good 10 years, more than 10 years ago, for sure, because it was when I was in my old gym. Uh, anyway, you can go check them out. I've, I'll, I've dropped all the, the links in the show notes so you can go and check them out. Now, actually, like a professional segue there, talking about in my last gym 10 years ago, it's actually this month, believe it or not, I am old enough... 20 years since I first started teaching full-time for myself in my own business. Um, I've been teaching full-time, I want to say 23 years, 22 years, 23 years. Anyway, I opened my own full-time centre in 2002 um, here in the town where I live, Nesborough. Not where I'm from, but the town that I live uh, in Nesborough. I grew up in Doncaster, as many of you know. Um, Lots of full-time centres there, like loads and loads and loads. Um, that wasn't primarily the reason why I moved out here and set up here. It's just there was a unit available behind where my dad's workshop used to be, where I used to uh, run a plastic fabrication company. There was a little... It wasn't even a unit. It was a uh, like a... I don't know. It wasn't even a... Ha- it was a weird little building. Uh, it was a hairdresser's. So more like a retail setup, I would say. It used to be a pub. I don't think I've done it justice with that description. Anyway... Tiny little building, big enough for maybe five people at the most, um, including the instructor. Um, yeah, and I opened up there in November of 2002, 22 years old, absolutely clueless to the world of business. Um, I opened up with no members and a clipboard with a lease signed. <laughs> wow, thinking about it now. But with a blind faith that I could make it work, and I think that's that was the important thing, really. I didn't. I didn't second guess it, I didn't question it, I just knew it would work and I made it work. And 20 years later, here I am, falling to bits, still running a full-time school, not in the same building, still in the same town, still within, I'm trying to think, a mile or a mile and a half of that that uh, location. We've, we've stayed within sort of the Nesborough town centre, which is not a big, big place at all. Uh, we've stayed in that area for the whole, the whole 20 years. It's crazy, isn't it? 20 years. How did I manage that? Anyway, combination of luck and and some skill, I would hope. Anyway, um, and now on that note, if you're listening to this, and uh, well, what's the date today? The date today is the fourteenth of November. On the twenty sixth of November, if you're fairly close by, I am having a, an open day. Well, I say an open day; it's an open afternoon. Uh, so from around twelve midday through till five pm. Um, normally, I go lock up and go home on the on a Saturday afternoon unless I'm doing some of my own training but we're going to stay open um, basically we're you know current students previous students locals interested in classes that sort of thing um, I'm just going to stay open and uh, invite people to come along now if you any of you the guys listening um, want to come along and say hi grab a coffee you know whatever you're more than welcome to um, 
Might even put some biscuits out too, if I'm feeling generous. We'll see. Just see what I've got under the cupboard. They're probably about two years old, but no. Now, joking aside, if you want to come along, more than welcome to. Uh, maybe just drop me a message beforehand, uh, just so that I know you come in. Um, I'll maybe push the hoover around a little bit more if I know that we've got <laughs> listeners coming along. Uh, but no, I'll stop joking now. You are you are more than welcome to, to, to pop along and say hi and, and have a look around my tiny little gym. It's actually, uh, it's, it, as far as full-time centres go, it's one of the smallest that I know of. Um, I've, I've, been, <laughs> I've been in smaller, who uh, were... Uh, anyway, but no, I, I have I have trained in and and taught from um, smaller units, some some being my own. Uh, but it's a it's a unique setup. And whenever people come around, they always comment on how much of a sort of unique. I think it's just being nice, basically. But no, it's a it is a an interesting building. It's a it's a modern building. It's very new, but it's a quirky layout, and um, it just it suits the way I like to teach. I like to teach small groups. I don't. I don't, um, I don't, it's not that I can't and I haven't done, obviously if you've been in one of my workshops you'll know I kind of, not thrive, but you know, I, I, I work well in those big groups, but I just like teaching small groups, so that's what the building's for and it's perfect. Now, in that uh, interview that I just did with Phil, he mentioned the film Rupture, which is something that I worked on, oh gosh, about two years ago now I think it is. Uh, I've mentioned it on a previous episode before, and it's due out this coming Friday, which is, forgive me, I don't have the date to hand because I'm such a pro, uh, the 18th. Um, And from memory, I believe it is on Amazon Prime Video, I think. I think that's what the the advert I saw. I'm not actually all that connected with it anymore, to be honest. I, I went along, I did the job. Um, this is this is kind of the way that it tends to be with a lot of films with small roles or stunt jobs or anything like that. You know, you go along, you do your thing, and that's it. You don't hear from anybody again. Um, I, I was tagged in a a video uh, for the for the latest trailer, and I think it's out on Friday. Now, don't ask me anything about it. As I mentioned to Phil, I've not seen it. I'm in it. I've got a small role. I've not even seen it. I don't even know what my character's point is. I don't know anything about anything, so don't message me asking about it. If it's rubbish, it's got nothing to do with me, don't blame me, okay? <laughs> if it's great, it had everything to do with me. So there you go. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. So yeah, go check that out on... Um, I think you can already find it on Amazon Prime Video. If you go search it on there. Um, so yes, that's that. Um Big thank you, big shout out. I'm going to do the uh, the professional podcaster thing now. Big thank you to our sponsors, uh, Mitmaster.com and Martialytics.com because these guys have stuck by me whilst I've been doing all this faffing about, not quite just knowing what I want to do with the whole podcasting thing. Um, so please do go check out uh, their services. So you've got Mitmaster.com, which you know all about. Um, if actually on that subject, if you're interested in going along and checking out any of Matt's off, he's got loads of offers and stuff going on in his videos at the minute. If you go to uh, kickbackpodcast.com and click the banner at the top, it'll take you through to uh, Mitmaster Matthew Chapman's website. I just gave him his full title there, uh, Lord Grandmaster <laughs> Mitmaster Matthew Chapman. It'll take you through to his website, and um, you can go through all of his video catalogue. Buy all the stuff at the regular prices or at the discounted prices that he's got on there. And the really cool thing about that is it then, no pun intended, it kicks back some of that. Do you like what I did there? <laughs> it gives me a little bit of, of, of the payment through. So that helps to cover the podcasting costs. 
um, of which there are still some, even when I've not been recording. You know, we still have to pay the hosting fees, website fees, all that sort of stuff, the server fees. Still have to pay it. So, um, you know, anything that you buy through the podcast link, it uh, doesn't cost you any more, but a little bit of that comes back to us, which, you know, is always appreciated. Um, obviously, Marshalytics, great system. Um, one that I use in my school to this day, and uh, I have an iPad set up on a, a top tip for you. If you're using Marshalytics, if you've got iPads set up when the students come in for them to sign in, um, I have one, uh, just bought a cheap case on, on Amazon. Uh, it's an iPad 6, I think. And you can get Velcro. You can buy, like, sticky Velcro and put some Velcro pads um, on the wall in the front of your gym and stick the iPad to the wall. So you can just sort of pull it. It's very Star Trek-like. You can pull the iPad on and off the wall. And I use that to have the admin logged in so that I can um, check in the student details, check how many are logged in. Um, you've got it there for, you know, if there's a uh, somebody gets injured or someone's sick or whatever. You've got all the student details there ready to access and everything. And it not only does it look very professional, but... It works a treat because it, it it saves you having to go to the other iPads that they're signing in on and somebody's using it or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And if a student mucks up and checks in under the wrong name, you can just swap it out from the front of the class. You don't have to go and do it all, blah, blah, blah. And it's just, yeah. Or if they forget to check in, you can check in for them, that sort of stuff. So it, it saves you a lot of time. So there, top tip. And you can get reconditioned iPads now on, on Amazon and, and eBay and stuff for, for peanuts. So um, there you go, top tip there. Right, guys, I'm going to leave it there. Um, bit rambly today, but that's I'm out of practice, I guess. I'm I'm offloading about what four months of podcast energy into one episode, but back to normal from the next one. Now, when the next one will be? The possibly this week, if not next week. That's what I will say um, because I've got a few bits going on this week away from um, sort of teaching and, and things, and I I don't want to promise it will be this week, but it will be straight into the new format now. I kind of shot myself in the foot here a little bit announcing this and then sort of changing my mind so I wasn't sure. But I'm looking at a rebrand as well. So, you know, but what what do you guys think? Do you like the logo? Should we keep the logo? Should we keep the name? I just think kick back with Chris, the martial arts podcast. Not only is it hard to say, but it's flipping long. And I was thinking about just reducing it down to kickback podcast because, you know, 93, 94 episodes in now, I kind of think we've established it. So just kickback podcast because that ties in with the website name which I hope still works. I think I've been paying it. Um, and maybe even changing the logo, but what do you think? Do you like the logo? Do we keep it? You know, tell me. Send me a message. You know, that way I know you're actually listening to the podcast as well, if you've got this far in. Send me, send me a message. Tell me what you think. Do I need to change the name? Do I need to change the logo? Or am I just being stupid and should I just leave it alone? Anyway. Anyway, we'll leave it there. All right, guys. Thanks as always. Uh, new episode, as I say, very, very soon. We're going to have Matt Chapman back on. Um, maybe even another guest. We'll see if I get myself organized or not. If you're interested in being a guest, drop me a message. Let me know. And I'll, you know, say it's not interview format anymore, but you will get to talk about yourself a little bit in there, I promise. Um, and we've got a massive list of topics. If you have a topic that you think deserves discussing, please, please, please do tell me. As long as it's nothing to do with awards, because everybody keeps wanting me to talk about that, but I'm not doing that. I'm staying well away from that subject. Um, if it can be anything, you know, anything martial arts related, it can be any, any, like literally anything from films through to knife crime to bullying through to tournaments through to you know, wh- whatever. If it needs discussing, it can be business related, it can be consultancy related, it can be, um, you know, 
operational stuff, running a school, it can be advertising, it can be training, it can, look, it can be basically anything in martial arts. So if you've got a topic you think needs discussion, dis- discussion, <laughs> turn into Sean Connery, discussing, let me know and I'll get it on the show as long as it's not rubbish. Can't say better than that, can you? All right, guys, I'm going to sign out there and I'll catch you on the next one. Brought to you by www.mitmaster.com.